So you ready to bro out? Yeah, uh, I just put the game keeps away. Aw, bro. But yeah. I've got Natty, Sorry, La- Natty Light right here. I see it. Oh. Confirmation. Sound confirmation. This is... People have no context for what we're talking about. DX. We're not, we're not doing this again. She sent that after we started. Oh, she... <laughs> Hey, guys. Oh, one So, yeah, you can tell how, how we're doing tonight. Um, welcome back to Yakety Yak. It's your boy, Oscar. Ian, also. That, that's, yak. That, he's a yak. Yep, he's wearing his horns. It's awesome. Anyway, today, Ian is the first time in this podcast's history that we are not doing Star Wars. It's not even going to, we're not even going to mention the words. I know. I mean, not even once, a minute ago. We're mentioning it now because we have to preface that this is not a Star Wars episode. Seriously, guys, it's not. Today we're going to be talking about uh, some Pokemon Dark theories just from the interweb. And then um, we're going to go over Ash's Coma Theory. And then I found a website as a palate cleanser. To destroy our childhoods, and I'll get more into that in later in the episode. So, Ian, are you are you ready to crack into it? Yes, crack. Yeah, yeah. Natty. Natty. <sighs> oh. That was the fizz, not me gagging, because I hate <laughs> beer. Alright, so Ian's going to kick us off, because Ash's coma theory is a little long. So, Ian, you found a Game. bunch bunch of game theories not from the tv show so ian take it away and i'll give you my thoughts all right this article i found is from either december or october depending on how they've written it's october 12th 2013 that is important for no reason at all except for credibility well i didn't say who wrote it sarah ronchero hernandez there we go but whatever (laughs) she i guess knows more about pokemon than i do a few of these I'd heard of, but the first one, the Pokemon lore, I had not heard of that. I've heard of this, just people talking about it. I guess it came from this list, or it might be older than this list. I don't know. Probably I don't remember, older than this list. I don't remember where I heard it, because like they talk about how LT Surge is like... Yes, he's in this paragraph. Oh, well then go ahead. I'll just shut the fuck up. <laughs> Here it is. This is okay. the last sentence of the second paragraph. Yeah, LT Surge is not referring to any historical conflict. Uh, that's because the video games take place in a fictional universe. Aha! Uh-huh. Oh, but he does mention the war. Which, to me, sounds like past tense, and I've seen plenty of middle-aged fellows in these games. Yeah, there's a bunch of old people, too. Like yeah, old the widows. old people are covered. It's like the games, according to this theory, consist mostly of children and elders. Right. Which I did not find to be true. None of the protagonists have fathers. Yes, that's either. true. And yeah. that's always true. Of every Pokemon game. Yeah, and they're, Ash. They're like little Anakin Skywalkers <laughs> running around. They, I had to sneak it in, I'm sorry. They, well, since there's not the Force in Pokemon, I guess all their mothers hump the Pokemon. Ouch. <laughs> Big ouch. Um, 
causing a gap in generations. Professor Oak gives a Pokedex to every new trainer who ventures out into the world. It's a numbers game. It's a numbers game. Survive the con- Oh, wow. Species that survive the con- This is a really dark fucking theory. Yeah, I like this one. Usually I don't like these nonsense dark theories, but the war thing and figuring out what survived, that's kind of cool. I like yeah, that. yeah, this could be a whole episode in itself, but sadly we don't have time for that. <laughs> Number two! Blues Raticate. Ah, uh, yes. It dies, apparently, because you only see it once. Right. Well, you see it up until you fight him in the Pokemon Tower. Right. But, I mean, he's a Pokemon trainer. I switch ballot Pokemon all the time. So that one's a little bit weak. It makes sense. Yeah, but... But what if something more sinister occurred? Yeah, <laughs> that's always the question. Uh, that's the rumor from the original versions. Yeah, because you had Eradicate, and then you get to Pokemon Tower, where Pokemon are killed. I mean, not killed, but put to rest. Oh yeah, I've heard, I've heard this theory, because it's like, he's mourning the death of Eradicate. That's yeah. the whole reason that's he's, why he's there. there. Yeah, because you fucked it up on the SSN real hard. Yeah. And apparently you can get Togepi on the SSN, too. Like... In... Like, gold in, and silver? No, like in the originals, apparently you can get a Pokemon egg. I don't know, it might have been a Game Shark thing, but that That's was a probably theory. a Game Shark thing. I've yeah. never heard of that. Yeah, it's like the two old ladies before the captain's cabin, before you battle him. If you talk to one of them, they have a Pokemon egg, and it's a, a supposedly Togepi. It, I never did it. That's definitely a It's game a game. Thing. It has to be a Game Shark thing. Yeah. Because you can get Mew and Missing No. Missing No is great. Which is in this. Oh, good. Yeah, we've well, got theories about what it is. Spoilers! Rather than... Yeah, spoilers, in case you haven't played this 20-some-odd-year-old game yet. It's like, what, 90... So, wait, let 90s. me do math. Guys, let me do math. Um, so, I'm not totally going to my calculator right it's now. 22 years old. My name's Ian, and I'm a computer <laughs> wizard. I don't have a computer... Well, it's I mean, 29 years old! What? Bitch! No, it's not. Came out in 91. No, it did not. It's not 98. Wait, for real? Yes. Oh, balls. So, subtract... 1998. 21. It's 2020. Shh. Ian, just let me have this. Jesus. He's such an asshole. Okay, let's just go to the third one. I'm already... Decades dead. And so is Cubone's mother. Oh, no, which is really a Kangaskhan. They win. Well, it was theoretically Kangaskhan. Like, Marowak used to theoretically evolve into Kangaskhan. Right, did you see those concept arts on Facebook? I saw a handful of them. Yeah, it's really interesting. And, like, Blastoise was a totally different evolution, and Squirtle and Mortortle had a different third evolution. Right, so, like, um, the big thing is it's probably a fucking um, Cubone skull. He wears the skull of his mother, which is... Pokemon was really fucked up as a child, if you yeah. think about it. Like, yeah. well, it still is. I, it's just not as yeah. on the nose anymore. Well, wait a minute. This is actually this actually isn't an unusual way. Oh, they're talking about Slowpoke. The evolution, yeah, the evolutions. Like the theory here is that Cubones are Genghis Khan's that have lost their mothers to death, and they become Cubone by putting on the skull, which is. What Oscar is reading is not an unusual way to become different Pokemon, as evidenced by Slowpoke, which evolves when a shoulder attaches to its tail. Yes. 
Oh, that's really sad. God damn. Okay. Yeah, fuck Cubone. Yeah, fuck Cubone, the lonely Pokemon. Now, moving on from that topic, death in the Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this we're three in, almost four in. The fourth one, death, death, death. The last three have been about death. Death! Death is coming. <laughs> Evidently. Death it's, is here. It, it's everywhere. Who's uh, that knocking on the door? Yes. It's death. It's death. Uh, so death in the Pokemon world. There are several ghost type Pokemon, but it's not always clear how they came about. So to recap, Pokemon are the dead coming back. Ghost Pokemon are the dead coming back, and others are forces of nature come to facilitate death, like your mask. Ooh. It's your mask. Yeah. <laughs> Now I just want that tattooed on me. It's your mask. Yeah, it's <laughs> your mask. Yeah. Are you uh, gonna have a Pokemon on a unicycle, bro? Can we get matching <laughs> tattoos of your mask on? No way. No. I do need Pokemon tattoos, though. bro. We should get Butterfree and Chansey holding hands. That'd be, That'd be adorable. Um, no. Uh, but yeah, apparently your mask is a newer Pokemon. Five. Gen 5, and <coughs> it carries a mask of its original human face. Weep. And it weeps. Oh, God. So, apparently this is like reincarnation? Oh, Duskull, in Gen 3, is bitch. He uh, enjoys children crying. Like a bitch. <laughs> and takes bad children away. Now, this is the one that really fucked me up. This lampant thing from yeah. Gen 5 will steal your spirit and hang around hospitals waiting for people to die. That's awesome. Fuck you, Pokemon. Yeah, lampant is great. Oh, he's the ghost fire. Yeah, it's that new boy. His uh, other evolution, his third evolution, is pretty sick, too. Yeah, the chandelier guy. Yeah, the chandelier boy. Chandelure. Chandelure. That's what it is. Dust stone. Of course. It has to be evil. Hey, check that time for me real quick. Yeah. Oh. Hi, boss. We are at 10 minutes. All right, cool. Hi, boss. Guys, boss is here. She's so pretty. Kitty smacks for a boss. She does it. She right. does. All so right. So, in Pokemon Black and White, the guy that leads the bad guy team. Uh, Plasma. Is Plasma, yeah. Is really a Zoro arc. Oh, what? Okay. I don't know how to say it. Uh, Zoro arc. It's the one that, like, you encounter it, and oh. then you think it's something else, and you hit it, and then, oh, look, it's a Zoro arc. <sighs> Zoro rack. It looks like a, uh, like a demented Sith Lord poke, uh, it Yeah. It does. It's turned to the dark side. It's terrifying. Boss, you'd be so sweet. So read that theory, son. Why I play with boss? It's right. So, evident. I haven't played black or white. Well, I, I have, haven't. but they were so terrible. I didn't get very far. Right. But I guess he's the leader, and he has an unusual speech pattern, and his hair matches the Zoroark's fins or its hair. Oh yeah. And they've are they you see them imitating people in other parts of the game and I guess you meet him when you're chasing one of the Zoroarks into a cave or something and then you don't find it but he's in there. Huh. That's interesting. 
They are abused and used as tools to gain power from their trainers. Heck yeah, that's all I would do. That's I mean, you're a Pokemon trainer, so... That's sad as fuck. Um, this uh, one's yeah, interesting. Everyone knew this one, I feel. I uh, didn't. You, you've never heard this? No, Ditto is a failed unicorn. Well, because remember how Mewtwo was made on Cinnabar Island? Yes. So in the original games, Ditto can only be found in the mansion, yes. which is the research lab. That's mentioned here. Yep. Yeah, this one, so I know a lot about this one, actually. It's really cool, because they have the same color. Uh, pink. Yeah, kink. And no, then, pink, the color. Oh, I thought you said kink. No, pink. Why would P-A-N-K. You? Oh, God. Like the color. <laughs> I need to go to sleep. Um, so, they ha- they're, he's only found in this lab, and like they both have the ability to copy DNA, because Mew, at the time, was one of the only other... Pokemon that like new transform unless you got it from metronome so that's what makes people believe that um that it's a failed experiment because ditto just kind of appears out of nowhere too no yeah a lot of them seem to have origins at yeah. some point but but ditto's for ditto. yeah but ditto's is like in the shadows and shit yeah so yeah theory debunked all right, next. Lava Fett's body decoy. I've never heard this one. I'm actually excited to hear you explain this one. <laughs> well, for those who don't know, Lava Fett looks like a big blue punching bag, like a weeble that wobbles but doesn't fall down. Right. And he's got a tail with eyes on it. And the body eyes never look around or open or anything. So okay. the theory here is that the tail is the Lava Fett and the big blue is a decoy, and which is why its endurance is so high. So it's like a wacky inflatable arm flailing tube man? It's like a weeble that wobbles, but doesn't fall down. I don't know what a weeble wobble is, but that's okay. It doesn't fall down. Ah. Well, not the more you know. The Mount Moon theories. Yeah, there are plenty of these. Oh, Jesus. But this paragraph is short. Like, theory <laughs> is that it's a volcano that erupted and caused the rocky terrain around it. Or that, like, a meteor hit it, and that's where the moonstones came from. Or the Clefairies are straight-up aliens that came down and colonized it to bring moonstones in. Yeah, Clefairies kind of fucked up in the show. They're, they're like, dummy smart. <laughs> it's kind of alarming. They have, like, a secret... Did you ever see the Clefairy episode of Pokemon? Yeah, of course. But where remember. They're, like, dancing around and shit, and they worship this giant moonstone. It's real. Yeah, it's kind of fucked up. Um, all right, so number nine, humanity's relationship yes. with the Pokemans. This one was neat, I thought, actually, because it is actually kind of ambiguous what humanity's relationship is. Okay. Because, like, there's always been one, but why are humans the dominant species? Making Pokemon fight and breed and all that boo hockey. Boo hockey! Because Pokemon can communicate with each other despite being different species or anything, so they have a human level equivalent intelligence. And they bond with humans too. Yes. So some theory is that humans are just non-evolving Pokemon. Okay. And the only reason they are the dominant species is that they can build structures and Pokeballs. Interesting. Another theory is that humans aren't native to the world of Pokemon, they just came and invaded, which sounds likely. So, we're like aliens. Yes. 
Oh, it would make sense with like Pokeball technology. That would be like alien technology. Yeah. No, I'm on board. I fuck with the vision. Um, yeah. All right. Number 10. Missing no or missing number. Yes. Missing no being the abbreviation. It's a glitch that you can find in the first generation of games. Red, green, and blue. Yes. So the theory here dials back into Marowak evolving into Kangaskhan in the original game. But the last minute change, instead of rewriting it, they just altered a number to change Kangaskhan into something else. And then left all the code there. So now when the game pulls up Pokemon, it references the Pokedex number, but it can't find it. So this bit of glitchy static pops up, and missing number is its name. Ooh. So... There's a more disturbing theory. Yes, there is. But oh. the Genghis Khan thing, I haven't heard any sort of confirmation, so that's just a guess as far as the code. Well, but as kinda, far as the lure, what? It kind of looks like Genghis Khan. Kinda. Uh, it looks like a square of static. It could be anything. I can see it. <laughs> Anyway, continue. So the more disturbing one is like the lore theories that Pokemon, since they can be transferred via the internet and put into Pokeballs, is that they are made up of or have the ability to be transformed into data. Kind of so like if Polygon. Porygon? Porygon, Polygon, all the same. Well, they they all do it. Yeah. So yeah, they can be transformed into data, which is why they can be transferred and fit Pokeballs and stuff, so... The theory is that missing gnome is what happens to Pokemon if you leave them in the Pokeball too long, their data becomes corrupt. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of fucked up. I know. Wow. I mean, that would mean that if being converted into data, you'd think that that would be a more secure version. So Pokeballs, I guess, alter the code of their Pokemon right. when they're stored in there. And that was our top ten list? Yep, that was my list I found for the games. Okay, cool. I'm going to switch it back over to our timer, because I have a feeling that this this is split into three parts, so like we may have to take a break, and then we'll get into the other list. So, Ian looked up creepy things about the game. I went more show-based for my research this week, uh, and I found... It was on the creepy pasta website for a while, and then it got moved to a fan fiction website. It's called Ash's Coma Theory. Are you you're familiar with this, right? Yes, I've seen images. Yeah, so guys, the actual theory as I was researching it, the theory is like fifteen pages. It's fucking bonkers. But I found an article from TV Troopers that breaks it down into several parts. So I'm just gonna go over those parts and then we can discuss, you know, things that we knew about the theory, things we didn't know about the theory. And we'd love to hear your thoughts, too, about this theory. Because it actually makes a lot of sense once you start thinking about it. Like, from a real world... Oh, yeah, that's what the theories are. Right. Thoughts for your thoughts. So, <laughs> I'm Gary Murbles. We are on one tonight. <laughs> um, Ash's Coma is a popular theory based on the Pokemon anime. In this alter, uh, alternate universe, it takes place within the first few episodes. Ash is stricken by lightning by Pikachu and is placed in a coma which lasts at the most to the Sun and Moon series. Krakow! Yep, that was lightning striking. So this, 
this theory provides examples of adventures in the coma land. It's coma the, land. It's the base premise. So basically, ah! you, you having fun over there? No, it's done. I put it away. <laughs> so uh, basically, the um, the base premise of this theory is like Ash doesn't um, live like age, and he doesn't like you know, fucking go around and encounter, like, strife. It seems like everybody likes him, which is creating, like, this... Ooh, yes. Fun dip. I'm excited. Um, Like, this... It creates the world, like, how he would want it. So he's kind of lying to himself, which keeps him in the coma. Um, Then we have... um, All Just a Dream. Uh, This is actually created by Ash. Kind of pours into the adventure portion of it to keep his mind busy um then we have ambiguously by while ash allegedly had feelings for misty prior to his coma he was also exploring his sexuality through the character of james so james is uh ash ketchum's gay thoughts according to this theory (laughs) because of the uh cross-dressing and the being gay just James is gay, guys. Like, that's just a fact. Um, Cerbis, Rickon, blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. So, um, another part of the theory is that Ash doesn't have any, like, leadership roles in his life. Like, his father is gone. That would be knowledge that his brain would have, like, of the Pokemon universe. So then he recreates copies of Nurse Joy and Officer Jenny around everywhere. So they don't actually exist. They're just copies. Yeah, it's really fucked up. And then uh, considering that it's a dream, we must take into account the following. Uh, demonetization. Ash just uh, does this to his father, replacing him as a being of evil for the boss of Team Rocket. So evidently, the theory goes that Ash's brain is so fucked up because his dad left that he creates an evil Italian man who runs a multi-billion dollar organization. That's awesome. Yeah, I know, right? That's pretty... So Ash is Italian. Look at that. (laughs) Um, Dying Dream. One of them suggested at the end, the theory, blah, blah, blah. Uh, The whole show is actually... So... Essentially, what this means is every part of the show could be him dying in the coma. Like, the to be continued, his brain is trying to, like, process information, and literally, he doesn't know if there's going to be a continuation. Did I die? Right. Like, that's literally what he's stuck in. Um, Loving a shadow. He had seen Misty prior to getting into the coma, but he doesn't know her personality. So... Misty, the hothead, Misty. Because did you notice how Misty changed from when he stole the bike and all of that? Like, she was very calm, cool, and collected. And she wasn't too mad about the bike at first. And then, like... Oh, no, she seemed pretty mad. I'd, I'd have to rewatch it. But, I mean, like, it, it makes sense, though, because her personality really isn't explored. And most of the stuff we learn about her in the show would be common knowledge from her being a gym leader. Like with the sisters and things like that. And then your brain just kind of fills in the blanks. Um, Luke, I am your father. The theory that um, poses Giovanni is actually Ash's father. 
after um, he is redeemed, uh, after, I'm sorry, I can't read tonight, after getting rendered into a coma, Ash um, envisions his father as being the head of a crime organization known as Team Rocket. Daddy, no! (laughs) Don't kill Marowak. Don't do it. Watch this, son. That's uh, that's Ian's Giovanni. Not allowed to grow up because being placed to coma, Ash's mind doesn't physically age. Yes, yes, it does. That's not how comas work, but okay. Thus, making him appear as a ten-year-old boy throughout the duration of the anime. I mean, I guess that makes sense in anime rules, but when you're in a coma, your brain still ages. Like you're still. Does it mature though? I don't. I don't know. I'd have to ask. I'm not a neuroscientist, but but the brain does grow. Like, I don't sure, think it would have any... Without ag- any social interactions, I don't think it'd be capable of maturing or developing as far as... I could see that. And, I mean, it, he's 10, so he doesn't know how, like, fully understand how people grow yet, either. Outliving one's offspring happens to Delia Ketchum, Ash's mom, in the ending where Ash dies. Oof. Oof. That's a heavy... Um, paper thin disguise. Ash exploits this. According to the theory, <laughs> Ash is well aware of Team Rocket's many disguises because he's creating them, but plays along with them anyway for the sake of uh, bettering himself mm. or sinking further into delusion. Uh, reality ensues. Unlike the many times in the show where Ash is struck by Pikachu's electricity, this fan theory. Uh, insinuates that there is it's more severe. So like as we see it the first time, he got fucked up. And then like as it goes on, it doesn't seem as severe. So interesting. A wizard did it. This is my favorite part. Damn of, it, Candel. Uh, it's like uh, there's something weird going on. Your coma-induced fantasies, maybe a Pokemon did it. So there you go. That's the points of the Ash Ketchum uh, coma theory. It's uh, it's quite a read. There's so many loopholes and roots. Of course. It's fucking bro. It it was a lot. I got to like page three and I was like, I wonder if there's a list. Just <laughs> read this off of. So we both did lists. Look at that. Uh, we're going to take a quick break and then we'll get to the super fun bonus part of the episode where I ruin Ian's childhood. It's not going to work. <laughs> so you think. Ian, make a funny noise. Damn it, why are you always making me do that? I don't know noises. I can't make noises. You're a noise wizard. Uh. And we're back. I'm selecting a whole list of people, so if you get a picture... It was of our ridiculous uh, load time for that. So, Ian, are you ready for the thing that's going to rock your childhood? Yep. The ha-ha-ha. Ho-ho-hee-ha. All right, here we go. Um, as soon as my phone decides to load. These sinister theories... I were... didn't watch that show. Oh, sorry. Continue. <laughs> no more fun dip for you. <laughs> These sinister theories will change how you feel about your favorite childhood characters. Dun, dun, dun. I wish we had a soundboard. Yo, guys. You could, you could all send us money and we could buy a soundboard and be cool. We probably wouldn't spend it on a soundboard, though. We could finish our Stormtrooper armor. Yeah. No, that's not what we'd have to buy. <laughs> so much. Podcast stuff. We do need to buy podcast stuff. We would not stuff. embezzle your donations. No, we really wouldn't. We we love you guys way too much for that. 
And we're actually starting to get a little big. So, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of excited. Said. So let's get to this <laughs> list. Um, so, apparently, this Reddit thread... Reddit. Um, explores the darker side of cartoons. And I know that we were sticking to Pokemon, but honestly, guys, there wasn't enough on Pokemon to do a full episode with theories and stuff. I mean, without, like, breaking them down and actually us taking time off of work to (laughs) put in the research. So we gave you the Aldi's version. If you want Kroger brand, you gotta go to Kroger. Kroger podcast. Um, These theories are compelling. And will change the way you think of your favorite shows. Are you ready? Yeah. Some of these I've heard of, and some of these I actually didn't know. So they're actually pretty cool, and I'm just going to read the titles to you, and then we can discuss. Nice. Uh, the Rugrats. Angelic- I never watched that show. Excuse me? <laughs> I didn't watch that show. We do a pop culture podcast, and you've never watched The Rugrats. Yes, that is correct. Ooh. You're so lucky you're pretty. Um, so, Angelica, so the Rugrats, now we have to give fucking Ian a Rugrats lesson. No, I've read this. I know this theory. Oh, do you? Yeah. Well, for our fans who don't know. <laughs> um, so she's the only one that can talk to the babies because they're a figment of her imagination. So you actually have read this theory. So, like, yep. the theory goes that Angelica is an only child and, like, Tommy is a stillborn baby. That's why his dad is always, like, inventing toys and shit. And... Chucky's dad fucking lost him when he was like three, and that's why he's always worried about shit. And then fucking uh, her parents don't pay attention to her, which is why she fabricates the fucking relationships around her and children. It's really fucked up. Like, actually looking at the show, it's like, holy shit, that makes a lot of sense, actually. Like, it's kind of fucked up. <laughs> yeah, it's really fucked up. Yeah, it's, it's kind of bad. She's oh. not going to grow into a functioning adult. She's really not. Oh, God. Um, In the haunt... Okay, so this one isn't a show. This is actually about a ride at Disney. And I did not know this, but I have been on this ride several times and always wondered why this particular thing happened, and they have a theory for that. Of course they do. So the haunted mansion at Disney... Uh, the riders commit suicide during the course of the ride. Fuck. So when you first get to the haunted mansion, you walk up, right? And you're all gathered in this room and there's an illusion to make it look like the walls are like coming down. So um, then the lights go out and there's a crack of thunder and there's a hanging body on the oh, ceiling. Oh my God. So um apparently this is the old caretaker who hung himself and now he's leading you to do the same with your life and take your life so during the ride the chairs that you sit in actually tilt backwards on a balcony nice and they start to go down Mm -hmm. and that insinuates that you jump to your death now there's a big big push for this theory and that it's accurate because before this part of the ride, the ghosts are all trying to scare you, but afterwards, they sing excitingly, and they invite you to party with them. And the only other human in the ride, the animatronic, is the groundskeeper, who appears after the balcony drop part of the ride, and he faces you, and he is terrified of you. 
So oh, shit. Leading, yes. no. leading us to believe that actually you committed suicide on the Haunted Mansion. Huh. Uh, fun fact. So anyone who yeah, hasn't fun. anyone who hasn't ridden the Haunted Mansion ride, that's me. I encourage you to do so. It's my favorite ride at Disney Magic Kingdom. Um, Sounds like something they have at Scene Seventy Five of a total. Bro, it's so cool though. Like I loved that ride as a kid. I rode it like fifteen times. It's so great. Nice. Uh, Splash Mountain is also really cool. When we go, when we take our Star Wars Disney trip, we oh, yeah. we need to get a uh, fucking just multiple park passes, and we should just. We should just go to Splash Mountain. You'll love Splash Mountain. I bet. You you will. You'll get splashed. I like water. Do you like water? Uh, sorry, we got distracted. The original Scooby-Doo series is set after a horrible economic depression. <laughs> there are several Scooby-Doo theories on this list, by the way. Yeah, Scooby-Doo is all for. So, basically, Scooby uh, is in a world where everything is falling apart. and The villains are people who are normally respected... Um, but they've fallen into hard times, so basically it's just people trying to con each other, and apparently the gang just goes around and tries to stop it. And it's like, okay, it was the 60s, it was a crazy time. Uh, SpongeBob SquarePants is a commentary about nuclear testing. What? So the existence of SpongeBob and his strange friends is a result of radiation from a nuclear arms test that was performed on the Bikini Atoll in the late 40s and early 50s. <laughs> Since they live under the atoll, the town is known as Bikini Bottom. Nice. Yeah. So never Rich, seen that show either. You've never watched SpongeBob? Nope. Now, this is one I didn't know. Because I've never... You're, gonna, you're probably going to lose your mind. Me being... We're both sci-fi geeks. Um, the Doc in Back to the Future is ready to kill himself and Marty in the parking lot during the first time travel scene. <laughs> I've never seen Back to the Future. I have. It wasn't very good. All the way through. Uh, and I, I saw like the first ten minutes and I fell asleep. So I don't really know much about this theory. So we're just going to move on. This one made me cry. Like I was literally at work today making my notes. <laughs> And I just, I teared up because I love Garfield. Garfield, oh, yeah. <laughs> Gar Garfield is this one of them. funny. Oh, wait. Do you know this one? Yeah. What, what do you think it is? That John makes up Garfield? No. Oh. It's a different, it's a sadder one. Um, Garfield is actually dying of starvation and just imagines Odie and John. Oh. So apparently the theory goes, uh, this was referenced in a Halloween comic of Garfield. Uh, Garfield wakes up in a condemned an abandoned house he calls out for Odie and John but there's no one there and then he wills the illusion back to himself as he continues his delusion about his family it's like holy shit that's, uh -huh. that's like really fucked up <laughs> uh, I love Garfield dude I, I love oh, that fucking fat cat uh Oh, this one's kind of... The one I saw about Garfield. Because, like, Garfield always talks in thought bubbles. Right. So, really, it's just John saying stuff to his cat. So, it makes it even more lonely than John is actually presented. Holy shit. So, it showed a bunch of the cartoons with Garfield's thought bubbles gone. <laughs> it was very funny. That's so fucked up. Uh, this one's kind of sad. Are you familiar with Pinky and the Brain? Yes, of course. Okay. 
And Pinky and the Brain. The Brain is no genius. Pinky and the Brain uh, won. Uh, Pinky and the Brain won is a genius. The other's insane. Mm-hmm. Okay. Brain constantly plans to take over the world, suggesting he is insane. Pinky often finds ways to ruin these plans. So who is the true genius? Yeah, I've heard that one too. Yeah, I've heard that one. This one was interesting. This is from Avatar the movie. Uh, Avatar is a message about computer network. A computer network. Yeah, this one I thought would interest you the most. Well, so, the planet has its own network, so that's a neurological yeah. network. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thanks for ruining the fucking theory, Ian. What? It says it in the show. It does. Uh, right before he connects to the Tree of Knowledge, or whatever it's called, he's still uh, talking like a Marine. Then, bam, he connects to the planet, and suddenly everything is sacred, and he loves it, etc., etc. I don't think then, bam, is a good way to describe it. I mean, this so, is from Business Insider. Real so long movie. It That movie is ungodly long. I love it. It's so good. Like he had a learning curve. I really liked that movie because, like, it took sci-fi in a different direction. I think mm. it showed it more of like an invasion force to another planet that wasn't just oh. like, like you know, you see Marines as like good guys in all these movies, and for once they were the bad guys, and it kind of painted them in a negative light. And I thought that was a really interesting direction of the movie. Mm. Yeah, the Marines in that movie sucked. But we do love the real Marines. One of my good friends is a Marine. Mine and too. he is wonderful. And I hope they listen to the show. Crickets. Um, J.K. Rowling is actually Reader Skeeter, who was... Um, Transphobic. Who, who was excelled from the magic world for reporting lies. That's funny. Uh, she is so angry about being... Ex- um, Exiled, that she decides to write books revealing the uh, the entirety of the magic world to the Muggle world. To her dismay, the Muggle world believes uh, her stories to be fiction, but she becomes rich and famous anyway. That's funny. You know who else are wizards and witches from Harry Potter? Who? Mary Poppins. Oh yeah, I've heard that theory. The Mary Poppins. Willy Wonka mm-hmm. and Miss Frizzle. Bro, I've heard those theories. Yeah. I've heard one that Miss Frizzle's a Time Lord, but I don't like Doctor Who, so I like the wizard one better. I never got into Doctor Who. No. I know people are going to explode. But Let him. Doctor Who's bad. Doctor Who is bad. <laughs> there, I said it. I said it, and I'm free. <laughs> um, this one kind of is interesting. Inspector Gadget is actually the second inspector built as a company robotic replacement after the first one was lost. Uh... And he returned as Dr. Claw. So the first... Uh, so so doc- I never see Dr. Claw. Yeah, Dr. Claw is actually the original Inspector Gadget. I've never seen that either. Like, even the cartoon? Correct. Wow. <sighs> Maybe pop culture was not the thing to do our podcast on. Why? I'm good at it. Sure. Oh, okay, this one's kind of fucked up, too. There's a couple of these. You are familiar with Ed, Ed, and Eddie? I'm know what it is. Ed, Ed, and Daddy. <laughs> the sheer level of disappointment I have for you on this couch. <laughs> hey, I told you you weren't going to ruin my childhood. Yeah, you're just throwing it all back at me. It's fucking weird. I don't I like it. I told you I'm good at it. Raise the roof. Ian is raising the roof. Um, 
Ed, Ed, and Eddie's entire cast of kids are all dead and living in purgatory of an eternal childhood cycle. Um, yeah, so there's a complete lack of any adult agents in purgatory. There are a number of explanations for their death, ranging from explosions due to a gas leak in the neighborhood or apocalyptic ones or a nuclear explosion. Um, another theory suggests the kids of the cul-de-sac are dead children from the neighborhood, each from different times. Johnny and Rolf are from the 40s. Kevin is from the 90s. And Naz is from the 60s. And Jimmy is from the early 2000s, and so on. Where are the Eds from? It doesn't specify oh, in the article. Yeah. I'd have to read the whole theory. But uh, I would say, well, they're around the same, like... Well, if you think about it, maybe 80s, 90s, because that's when, like, economic trade and boom and ideas were really taking out. So I'd put them somewhere between the late 80s, early 90s. Kind of like Kevin, where it was that jock douchebag persona, like, I'll get you. I never saw that show either. Oh, God, it's so good. (laughs) We have a lot of TV to watch. (laughs) You know, most of these I didn't watch because I chose not to watch them. That's unfortunate. Um, The Smurfs are a vivid portrayal about white supremacy. Nice. So uh, all the Smurfs wear white hats that resemble clan hoods. Oh Ex- my god. Hold on, it gets better. Except for the Grand Wizard of Smurfs, Papa Smurf, who wears red, just like Grand Wizards do. They live in perfect harmony, but are continually under the threat of an evil being-nosed Jew, Gargamel, who wants to use them for his own twisted enticement. This one is a stretch. I I think the Smurfs are just happy little wood people that are just doing happy wood things, and there's only one female, and it's really unsettling. Yeah, that's a shame for her. We're not even gonna... Yep, nope. (laughs) No, this one I haven't heard either, but it's really interesting because I actually listened to this song today at work. And then I watched a clip of what I'm about to talk about, and I was like, holy shit, it matches. Rebecca Black's Friday is about the JFK assassination. (sighs) So, the driver of the car... Which seat can I take? take, um, The driver of the car, he was assassinated in his name, Samuel, kicking, kicking in the front seat, sitting in the back seat. Uh, the assassination occurred on a Friday, and when he was shot, the Secret Service yelled at Jackie to get down. Gotta get down on Friday. Um, Go down on Friday. Parts about the Cold War are spread, and the spread of communism are referred to. Everybody's Russian, Russian. Oh, my God. Um, and to top it all off, the hotel that morning... JFK declined a breakfast of sausage, egg, and toast for a bowl of bran flakes instead. Gotta have my bowl. Gotta have cereal. Also following Monday, JFK was supposed to sign a bill into law requiring all public schools to provide bus transportation for their students. (laughs) Got to catch my bus. Oh my god, that's awesome. Bro, I'll never listen to that song the same way again. It's literally about the Kennedy assassination. That is cool. That shit is lit. Uh, the Jetsons and the Flintstones are two portions of the same society. That tracks. 
So, like, up above, because they've actually been in the same shows. But uh, also, Betty Jetson, like, fuck, or Jane, sorry, Jane, his wife. Jane is watching a TV show that shows Bedrock in one episode. Uh, the Flintstones are um, fucking visited by the Great Kazoo, which would make sense of their space society above them. So it's it's an interesting theory. It's like it's a parallel thing. Um, like the Jetsons are aware of the Flintstones, but the Flintstones aren't aware of them because they're not intelligent enough. It's yes, really, of course. Yeah, it's really interesting. Um, the passengers of the SS Minnow uh, were never stranded. This is from Gilligan's Island. Oh. I but rather the they died at sea. So users freaking learn how to float. Well, it was a storm. There well, was a storm that caused the minnow to be washed aboard this <laughs> island. Anyway, um, so Gilligan and all of them died, and now they're forced to live on this island forever in purgatory. Basically, it's the same thing with the Ed theory, with more purgatory stuff. Sorry, I had to take a quick nicotine break there. Um, Twilight. Are you ready, Ian? Oh, clench your butt cheeks. <laughs> Twilight is a tragedy yes, rather than a romance, and I knew that'd be your response. God, Twilight is so bad. Twilight is garbage, but... Um, I tried to watch it with my sister just to make fun of it and enjoy it for being bad, but it's too bad even for that. Can we do a yak moment? Uh, I'm, I'm going to introduce a yak moment. Right. So I'm buying a bell. And every time we have a yak moment, that's where you and I will break off from what we're doing and talk shit. <laughs> so we're going to have a yak moment, everybody. Pretend this is a bell. Ding. Okay. So instead of talking about this fucking stupid theory, I thought we could talk about what enrages us about Twilight. Oh, it's bad. It's the so writing bad. and the directing and the acting. And, and the fucking vampire lore. Well, uh, 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 yeah, and the lore. Yeah. They sparkle the fuck. Bad. Fuck. Ugh. I, and they're not werewolves, you stupid bitch. They would be animaguses. They could change at will, not by the course of the fucking moon. They can do that in Underworld, too. I, I know, but that's good. Yeah, it is that's good. good writing. Twilight is just fucking terrible, and I hate it, and it sucks that it's on this list. I could have skipped it. They, I, I could have, but I wanted to have an emotional response with you. <laughs> Because we're such good friends. All right, yak moment over. Dong. There we go. We could just do ding and dong. That's actually lit. Charlie Brown is dying of cancer. Yep. <laughs> yep. So my personal explanation for why Charlie Brown in the Peanuts is bald is he's dying of cancer and dreaming up everything. In the strip, nothing ever works out for him. And his life is a disaster, but he's simply channeling his sadness into his dreams. There is a very... Similar theory about Caillou. Oh, God, I love Caillou. I never saw that one. Well, the only reason I know about Caillou is from the song Swag Swag Like Caillou. I have to play that for you after we're done recording because that shit bangs. Um, being Alex Owings' best friend for 20-plus years has paid off for mm. me tremendously. Disney's Aladdin takes place in the future. I think we've all heard this what? theory. Oh, no, oh, we haven't. No. So, How does that take place in the future? So then? basically, it's after a world war, and like some of the buildings, you can tell they weren't made by like human hands. And then like the genie, he's been alive all this time, and then imprisoned in the lamp. 
how would he know all those pop culture references from like our time onward if it was took place in the past mm. is kind of the theory because like there's a bunch of disney imagery like pinocchio and shit like that so that's pretty common Aladdin, yes but the genie would have no knowledge of it usually disney sneaks those things in but the genie is very fourth wall about it well the genie are supposed to be the most powerful of magic beings right uh in that world yes merlin knows about the future in sword in the stone Oh shit, he does. He bring he has a model airplane in that movie. So if he can do it, I'm sure the genie knows some future. I guess. I, I don't That's know. That's flimsy. I don't like it. Fine. It gets a flimsy yak. <laughs> um, Who Framed Roger Rabbit um, is a movie about gentrification and segregation. About what? Gentrification. 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 Okay. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, I, I can speak words. Hi, boss. You don't judge me. Um. So basically, it's just about segregation and shit. Uh, I've not seen that movie either. Gentrification. Ian, take it away. Is the process of renovating and improving a house, but <laughs> <laughs> that is, uh, I would probably be the second one. The process of making a person or activity more refined or polite. There we go. <laughs> That, not the house one, clearly. <laughs> um, so it's like what the Pilgrim... No, not the Pilgrim. The, the, the Ratcliffs were doing on the Mayflower in Pocahontas. Pretty much, yeah. So like the theory goes that Jessica Rabbit is the tune that looks the most human and she's a symbol of women and mixed racial heritage and white men frequently felt confused by her and their desire for her in the movie. She's also a symbol of misogyny due to her marriage to an extremely tunish tune. Um, yeah. I don't get it. It's, it's a lot, man. Like I haven't seen that movie either. I, I've only seen bits and pieces. So, like, there's that. Well, that was my list, and I tried to destroy your childhood. I apologize that I could not do a better job. That's okay. For some reason, I'm okay with not having stuff ruined. Oh. <laughs> we need to watch Roger Rabbit, too. Yeah, I guess so. Okay, so um, I guess we'll close it down. This was our our Pokemon episode, free of any of that sh- other thing we like <laughs> and have been accused of being. Um, thank you guys again for listening. Um, we really appreciate all of you listening. I enjoy this. Ian enjoys it. Boss is here. Yeah, purr, purr into the microphone. Be a good girl. A um, couple of announcements. So, uh, go check out the Blacklist podcast. Um, really, really funny. Those guys are great. Sounds like it's about coffee. Yeah, you have a new theory about it, even though I've told you what it was about every week, and it's great. Um, Vaguely Ethnic Boys are releasing their new thing soon. We love them. Also, those are my roommates. They're really cool. Um, bu- 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 Megan and Nola, two of my really good friends, um, have a podcast for true crimers out there called Dead Magnolias, and it's really, really good. I listened to their episodes they currently have out. They recorded one earlier today. Uh, I told them we'd give them a shout out, so that's cool. They don't have any Canadian listeners, though. So Canada, go show them some love and and let them have... Canadian yaks too. We need our yaks and our dead flowers to merge together. 
That's about all the announcements I had. Uh, go to iTunes, give us five stars, listen to us on Spotify, Anchor, um, several podcast forums. Also, Ian, I wanted to discuss with you real quick on air. I wanted to see your face. We may we may have an opportunity to do a live show. Oh, yeah? With slides. With what? Like little slides. All right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So keep a lookout on the Facebook group for that. Uh, I am trying to get a live show together. It'll be really cool. Um you can finally see me and Ian outside of our Christmas card, and we would love to see some of you all. Uh, so we're putting that together. It won't be anytime soon because there's a lot that goes into that, but I am currently looking at something, and it might pay off, and it'll be really fun. Nice. We can get super soakers. It'll be great. Spray each other on the stage. All mm, right. Spray. Uh, boss, you were just so great. Jubilee was here for last week, and now you're here. Just great. Um, but yeah, guys, again, thank you so much for listening to us, putting up with us. If you have any ideas for shows you'd like to hear, tell them to us and we'll do them. Yes. I've got a couple already. <gasps> Ooh. One of my friends suggested we make Star Wars related food and just <gasps> air it as we're cooking. Yes. I love that idea. Oh my God. Okay. We can call it egg. Yes, sure. <laughs> uh, death egg. No, <laughs> it sounds like death note. But uh, yeah, if you have any suggestions, please, please, please post in the Facebook group. I will also be posting our email. It is yakityyakpodcast at gmail.com. Please feel free to email me. I love, love, love suggestions, criticisms. Tell us you fucking hate us as long as people are listening. That's all we care about. Tell us why you hate us, though. Yeah, yes, please do, because we need to know how to improve ourselves. Otherwise, it's just noise. Otherwise, it's just going to get worse. <laughs> and boss will go hungry. <laughs> I do not neglect my cats. I know. Boss is such a great fur baby. Anyway, uh, that's it. We'll see you all next week. Friggin' bye. <laughs> <laughs>